and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, we're going to talk some Ute football with Dirk Facer coming up here momentarily. Dirk, uh, formerly of the Deseret News. Uh, now uh, he's got a good uh, new gig over there at Ute Zone. So still going to be covering the Utes and uh, writing, which is great. Cause, uh, oh, he's he's all over it. Uh, mm-hmm. No one knows more about the Utes. So it's it's good to have Dirk on the show. Uh, Jake, are you are you still a sourpuss? Or are you, have you recovered now and now you're going to be uh, you're going to be fun to be around? Just in general, yeah, because you kind of you spoiled my non-sports report. I didn't yours. spoil your non-sports. You spoiled it. How did I spoil it? Here I am having fun just talking about this stuff, and you're like, "Whoop de doo, who cares?" You know, it's like it's like that joke I always told you: swirl your your index finger around in the air. Go ahead, you doing it? Oh yeah, knock knock. Who's there? Yeah, yeah, who? It's a joke. Well, I just... Uh, here I, I was trying to have some fun with the not sports report, and you're just like over there. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, Grumpy, back in the studio, he's he's like, hey, when do we get rid of this? Uh, I'm so sick of this. And he's right. Uh, 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 what is, like, what is uh, trying to have fun when you're, we're talking about the time person of the year? I, I, I can't think of anything <laughs> less fun, actually. It's not like you. Oh, I can. Here's the here's the thing, though. You know, I mean, you gotta. It's it's uh, it's diversion. You know, it's just we we've been down this road. We have we have taken polls on this, and people by by uh, popular demand want the not sports report. And but you guys are fraudulent poll. You you guys are dragging me down with this thing. You know, it's it's like it's like I'm afraid to even bring it up because you once told us a story about a puppy being eaten by a tiger. And what what do you think, fellas? Uh, Let's talk to Dirk. That's what I think. Let's uh, back me on this. Dirk will back me on this all the way. Why? Because he's got a good sense of humor. Let's get to a segment that is popular. Our conversation with Dirk (laughs) Facer of uh, UteZone.com. Hello, Dirk. Hey, guys. How are you? uh, I can relate to Gordon. You know, we're kind of the same generation. We have the same sense of humor. So, you know, I kind of see his side there. Okay. All right. See that? Listen to the smart man. Someone's got pictures of Dirk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. That that award that we keep pay, passing back and forth, you know, there's <laughs> strings attached. <laughs> hey, Dirk, let's let's uh, start things off by talking about uh, your new gig. Cool, you're you're still covering the Utes. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a little of the stringing work for UteZone.com. Dan Sorensen, the the owner there, has been real nice to to throw me the proverbial lifeline and and let me uh, continue to cover the Utes a little bit. And I've had fun doing that and. Uh, the hardest part is kind of staying out of the way of the established crew there, but uh, it's still been a lot of fun. And, uh, boy, those late-night games, I tell you, the older I get, the more killer they are to stay up to the very end and then listen to the press conferences after. But, wah, 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 who cares, right? You like the 10 a.m. kicks? 
Uh, yeah. A little better. A little better. <laughs> you it's know, I don't know. It's not in that, the afternoons that's gonna, anymore. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Just, just you know, to see because you know, I, I used to get up early and watch game day. You know, I just was kind of addicted to that show, and I get up early and watch it. So, uh, being able to just continue watching when, as soon as the Purdue game came on right after game day, I, I turned it off for a while and did some yard work. But now I might just actually stick in front of the TV for a little bit. Uh, Dirk, uh, give uh, what is uh, the best thing Utah football has going for it right now, and what is it lacking? Boy, I'd say that the best thing going for it right now is. The little guys. I mean, you got uh, Ty Jordan and Britton Covey, who, uh, you know, are knee high to a grasshopper, but they are both talented, uh, talented young men that are getting it done. And it's kind of fun to see some mighty mites. Uh, you know, I think one's five eight, the other's five nine, doing some big things on the field. Uh, the defense is uh, doing a good job against the rush again. I think the question marks, obviously, and I heard it earlier in the day on the station is, you know, Jake Bentley maybe it's not really lived up to the, the billing of 33 starts in the SEC, but who knows if that's a combination of, you know, them originally going with Cam Rising and adjusting the offense or what have you. But I think the offense has been a little uh, disappointing in that regard at the quarterback position. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of changes and all that, so maybe you got to give them the benefit of the doubt there. But uh, – I think the exciting part is, you know, Ty Jordan, you know, the most yards by a freshman in 25 years for Utah. That's encouraging. Uh, but at the same time, Utah fans that wanted to see more of a throw game are probably going to see more of the uh, the ground game that Utah's had for years simply because, you know, they may have an heir apparent to Zach Moss. You know, that, it's interesting that you bring that up, Dirk, because, this Utah team, I think, is promising from a standpoint of so many young players, like Ty right. Jordan, so many talented young players. But if you don't have, I don't care how good you are or how promising it is, you've got to have that the guidance of that uh, that quarterback position. And I don't know if Cam Rising is the guy or if Jake Bentley uh, is better than what we've seen so far, but... That's something they got to get straightened out, not just for this season, because this season is what it is. We get that. But moving right. ahead, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because if, you know, if Cam Rising, you know, we've seen guys that have hurt their shoulder and are never the same, but they seem optimistic that he'll be back. And then, you know, I don't know if Bentley uh, is planning on coming back next year or if he's going to give the NFL a try. Uh, so, you know, it probably is Cam Rising's job next fall uh, again. And we'll see if he's able to come back physically. But you're right. The, uh, they got to get the throw game, as Coach Whittingham likes to call it, in order and, uh, uh, you know, to, to shake things up a little bit, uh, unless they can ride uh, Ty Jordan like they uh, rode Zach Moss. Dirk Facer is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Dirk, what do you think about uh, Witt seeming to be a little critical of Andy Ludwig after the game and the play calling? Boy, is there anything new about that? I mean, it's kind of funny because it seems like we talk about this almost every year, don't we? You know, Coach Whittingham, Kyle's very blunt about the offense. And, and, you know, the the question mark is, should some of those things be said behind closed doors? But you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. He's been doing this a long time, and he he knows what's most effective. But uh, 
I was a little surprised that the offense kind of got called out and called vanilla and such um, to the media. But, uh, you know, it's kind of a refrain we've heard before. So, Dirk, what happens uh, Saturday morning? Uh, you got the Utes uh, with their with their defense that, that uh, Whittingham said is uh, ahead of where he thought it would be against that Colorado team with uh, the run game that they like to, uh, to, to to put up against opponents. How do you think this is going to go? You know, on paper, you would, you, you'd almost have to go with the Utes on that simply because of the, the track record and the fact that, you know, Colorado was picked to finish last and they've been a surprise team and done well. But, uh, you know, a lot of that could be the schedule or circumstance. And Utah's uh, rush defense has been good for a couple of years now, even with uh, plugging in so many new uh, defenders this year. So uh, kind of like Utah in that matchup. But, uh, you know, a, a cold morning in Boulder, heck, anything's <laughs> possible. And, uh, Gordon, I guess you can attest to it as well that it, there's warmer press boxes than the one in Boulder, so it's maybe a good thing that we're in Salt Lake City. Well, Boulder's a beautiful place, and uh, Jake, I know you've been there, and it's, uh, but it's not uh, along about the uh, uh, 11th or 12th of December. I, I think I've, I'd rather be other places. Yeah, that drive from the Denver Airport to Boulder, as scenic as it is, it's a lot nicer when there's not white stuff everywhere. <laughs> And red knuckles on the steering wheel. <laughs> you know what's weird? We're talking about Colorado and saying they're undefeated, and boy, they're pretty good this year. They've only played three games. You know, if we were talking about a normal year, we'd be like, all right, let's wait and see. Here we're talking about trying to manufacture a matchup with USC for the conference title game. This year is just so weird. Yeah, it is. You know, that, that uh, I think they had what their game of the Arizona State get canceled, and they've got San Diego State to play them instead, and you know, they haven't been overly impressive. I think they beat Arizona by 24-13 and beat Stanford by three and uh, UCLA by six. I mean, they're very close to being a, a one-and-three team, just like they're a 4-0 team now with that San Diego State win. So, um, you know, I don't think you're nece- the Utes are necessarily playing a, uh, a powerhouse team. And, and even talks of them being in the Pac-12 championship game, they deserve it, obviously, with an unblemished record. But this is Colorado. Come on now. <laughs> nice. Spoken <laughs> like a uh, like a Utah, right? Uh, I guess uh, I, I guess I have to question though the whole situation in the South, Dirk, because Jake and I were talking about this the other day. SC. At four and zero, Colorado at three and zero, uh, and the game that was scheduled for those two teams to play against each other, USC couldn't play because of the COVID thing, and right. so it seems in some ways unfair to the Buffs if they don't get an opportunity into that championship game. And obviously, if they lose to Utah, that's uh, uh, no, it doesn't matter at all anyway, probably. No, that's a good point. But, you know, it's kind of similar to the Ohio State thing. You know, uh, you know, nothing's really fair in this, uh, this uh, COVID-19 situation. And, and I don't know, guys, I know it's been talked about a lot and all that, but, you know, you're starting to see all these cancellations and the Big Ten and everything. I mean, do you think just perhaps, and I'm not implying anything, that Larry Scott may have known what he was doing when he delayed the start of the season, was talking about not even playing the season. I mean, 
do you think they made a mistake? I mean, I know some schools like BYU obviously have got a lot of games in and a lot of the SEC teams, but we're starting to see a lot of cancellations, and now we're we're getting people kind of fudging the rules to get certain teams in the conference championship games and such. I mean, where do you guys stand on that? Do you think uh, it was smart to at least give it a go? I think it was smart to give it a go. I'm, I'm glad they're playing. I think they should have started playing earlier and given themselves uh, more built-in flexibility where they could reschedule games and kick it down the road. So I, I think the, the delay is exactly what's hurting them in this, in this case in the Big Ten, too. Yeah, but I understand where you're coming from on that, Dirk, because, I mean, from the beginning, I was more cautious about this whole thing than, I don't know if that's fair to say it that way, Jake, but you know what I'm saying. We, uh, yeah. I, was a little, I was a little more concerned about uh, playing football in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with basketball, you know, because, uh, you know, obviously a lot of games are getting played, but, you know, there's a lot of people looking at the situation, especially when conference play kicks in January, February, and see what's going to happen and, you know, find out, you know, maybe with the vaccines and all that, things will change. But uh, it's certainly been an interesting year, and Jake, you make a good point there. I mean, they really boxed themselves in with the late start in football. I mean, it almost, I guess the debate would be whether they should have played at all. But, uh, you know, the, there are enough games in, and obviously the TV contracts are getting fulfilled and such. So, been an interesting year, one we're uh, not going to forget about, that's for sure. i got to just throw in, Dirk, I want to ask you a question, because Jake and I think are of one mind on this. We think Larry Scott has not exactly shown great leadership as the head of the commissioner of the Pac-12. Do you have thoughts on, on his uh, realm? I, I have to agree with you. I mean, obviously, uh, he's well compensated, uh, and if you're a Utah Utes fan, uh, you should forever be grateful to the man for uh, getting a, a program into the conference. But, uh, you know, the Pac-12 network's been a unmitigated disaster, if you will. And, uh, you know, there's just some income things that, uh, you know, revenue sources that haven't really produced. And uh, I don't know, Gordon, you, you worked on the West Coast a long time on that. I mean, L.A. market uh, and the SEC markets in football are completely different, even though the you know the numbers are say that California's got the numbers and all that, but the fan base, the passion, just isn't there like it is in other parts of the country, and that's probably wonder, makes the Pac-12 I, 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 a tough I, I, sell. I wonder why that is. Have you guys ever figured that out? I mean, I know there's lots to do in California and whatnot, and and I don't know how much there is to do. In, in Alabama, I, I, I don't, you know, I haven't spent much time there, but I, I I wonder why there isn't more passion. Yeah, and, you know, and I think that was something that uh, Larry Scott and the Pac-12 were banking on is that, you know, that the Pac-12 network would be just as popular as the, you know, the Big Ten network and SEC network, ACC network, and obviously the numbers don't bear that out. And, uh I think there's a lot of apathy out west, but there's definitely not the same passion. And that's a that's a great question. And I too have not spent a lot of time in Alabama, but I have uh, have had some ribs there, and they were pretty dang good. <laughs> <laughs> ribs sound good right now. What uh, do you think about that, Jake? What, do you have an opinion on why? Why do you think it's a matter of the either the success or lack of success? Uh, 
in Pac-12 football, why the passion isn't quite what it, it could be? Uh, I think it's probably cultural. I mean, some of that stuff you're talking about plays into it. But, I mean, I mean, if we're going to talk about the coronavirus for a second on whether they should have played or shouldn't have played, uh, that wasn't an option in the SEC. I mean, they were playing. I mean, we talked to Coach right. Mack about that the other day, Gordon. I mean, that's how much college football means to that part of the country. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't even a question. I mean, they didn't even think twice about it. They were doing it because it's that important to the fabric of those communities. So I don't think it is that way on the West Coast. So I think maybe it's a little bit more of of kind of what's built into your to your culture. And it might not necessarily be negative or positive. I mean, it might be it might it might be a good thing. That football well, yeah. doesn't reign supreme. Well, you know, there are some positives to take from that. And then you almost have to look at this season, the abbreviated season, especially in the Pac-12, and say, you know, this maybe is kind of an extended spring football, you know, with games. Um, and we'll just see where things sit, you know, next fall if things get back to normal and see if there was really a, a big difference in the in the late start. Now, they don't know if, you know, the jury's going to be out, obviously, with poll bids and, college football playoff births and that this year. But I think we'll really find out next fall, you know, does this set the Pac-12 back a year, a couple of years? Are they ever going to be able to make up the ground? I mean, a lot of interesting things coming uh, out of it. But um, number one thing would be to get everybody healthy again. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Derek. You're the best. And uh, we'll follow your work, of course, at Ute Zone. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks for dusting me off the old where are they now file. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're great. Thank you. Thank you, Dirk. A legend. That's our friend Dirk Facer, uh, covering the Utes still for UteZone.com and always uh, an entertaining conversation when he has a tra- chance to join us here. How do you think he would have how do you think he would have answered the question if BYU and Utah had played this year, who would win that game? Um, I don't know. I didn't think of asking him, but it would be he's 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 watched an awful lot of football in this state for a long time. You know, uh, one thing real quick, uh, just talking about that enthusiasm for college football, that sort of thing, West Coast, South, East Coast. Uh, You've heard like Yogi Roth talk about this a lot, that here in Utah there's such a passion for college sports and college football. It makes it kind of an outlier in the Pac-12. He's, I've heard him talk about it a number of times, that, that the only market he comes on basically in the offseason to talk Pac-12 football is Utah. Huh. And it's it's almost like a pocket of that kind of college football madness in the middle of maybe a region that, that isn't uh, quite into it so much. I mean, like, if, if you think about it, you know, if there's two sellouts on the same day at, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium and Rice-Eccles, like we've seen many, many times, I mean, that's over 100,000 people in this state watching college football at once in person, you know? I don't know. You know, California is obviously a lot bigger of a state, but I don't know if there's that kind of passion for college football in any of the other markets. Maybe, you know, maybe Oregon fans, uh, you could put that out. Washington, they they get passionate, but uh, it's there's also a lot of other stuff distracting uh, the fans in those markets, too. So I don't know. Well, but Utah, sense. I do think, is more resembles the South as far as its passion for college football than it does, say, you know, uh, other parts of the Pac-12. When I was uh, in Los Angeles, there was a lot uh, of attention paid to the rivalry between SC and UCLA. It ran pretty deep, and I don't I don't know whether it's uh, that way so much anymore. You look at the stadiums that were built at the California schools; they're huge. The Coliseum, and obviously that has a multi-use, but the Coliseum is giant. The Rose Bowl, giant. Look at Stanford Stadium. 
Look at the, you've been to Cal Stadium there. I mean, these are big, big stadiums. Why did they build them so big if nobody was interested in coming to the games? Maybe there has been lost interest, but I'll tell you, I've covered games at Cal, I've covered games at UCLA, and I'll tell you what they both had in common. Hardly anybody was there. I shouldn't say that, but they weren't half full. They uh, those stadiums weren't half full on those. Most games of the games I've been to at the Rose Bowl have been more than half full, but the place is is just giant, and um, there's a lot of seats to fill. So if you have sixty thousand people in that stadium, it still looks somewhat sparse. But they were building these 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 uh, football palaces so that uh, because people would come to the games and just. Doesn't seem like it's that way. Certainly not across the league, like you were talking about. Uh, look at Arizona. Yeah, but I mean, that's why I'm saying. Arizona I guess, State, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying about the passion, I guess, because uh, and this isn't the Southeast, I suppose. But look at Nebraska. Uh, the, that team stinks out loud, and they still put <laughs> ninety thousand, uh, uh, you know, fans in those uh, in that stadium every single week. Not this year, obviously, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, you look at these stadiums around, and I've been to all those stadiums, and that they are big. And uh, Tennessee, they, uh, uh, they usually have most of the seats are occupied. Look at the Volunteers; they've got a hundred thousand seat stadium and fill it every week. When was the last time Tennessee was any good? Been a while. Yeah, there's there's just not that. I, I just don't think there's that relationship with college football in uh, the Western United States, except for, and I, I believe this, Utah and BYU in this state, I'll, I'll throw the Aggie fans in there too. There's a, there's a lot of passion for college football around here. And you, Gordon, you and I do this show year-round. We, we, talk, we talk college football at least once a day every single show, even in the middle of the summer. I mean, it, yeah, it I, still I drives remember, it. I remember when Utah was more of a basketball state, and I'm talking about at the college level. It was, it was pretty important. Uh, here and it seems like uh, college football is a bigger deal. Of course, the Jazz have come in and altered uh, the landscape. Uh, a lot of people are are interested in jazz basketball, but yeah, I uh, this is football country. All right, stay tuned. We've got sounds of various clips coming up next. Survivor pool at five fifty. It's the big show, ninety seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Do you listen to this band often, Jake? I'm telling you, for like the last two weeks, I listen to it like 15 times a day. I mean, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be singing that lollipop song at least 10 times. (laughs) She loves it, which is great. Uh, I I love it that she loves it. So, yeah, anyway, that's why I picked it. So you guys get a share in uh, my enjoyment of the uh, cordettes. You, right. you ready for Sounds of Various Clips? Let's do it. All right. Austin, uh, why don't you set it up for us today? Sure. We've got uh, two clips here today of good news. I think we could all use some cheering up. Yeah. Uh, there, This first one is a news report about an instance in Minnesota. Now, before I push play, do you guys, have you ever taken part in a pay it forward at the drive-thru? Uh, do no. you know what I mean by that? Uh-uh. Well, essentially, the, the gig is that uh, uh, the, you pay for the car behind you. And then they see how long they can keep that going. 
So instead of paying for your food, the person ahead of you paid for yours. You pay for the person behind right. you, all sorts of things. Until it uh, gets to Gordon's turn, and then he just gets a free <laughs> wait, that, that's a, wait a minute. No, no, that's a cool idea. I'm going to do that. Next time I go through a drive through I'm going to pay for the people behind. Uh, oh, wait, free, how do you know? Free Big Mac. How nice of them. All right. <laughs> no, how, how, do you, how do you know what their order is? Well, they, they, they just tell you what the total was. They don't tell oh, you what the order is. Okay. But anyway, okay. then they see how long it can keep going. Well, in Minnesota, it went for quite a while at this one Dairy Queen. We actually had um, last Thursday the 3rd, a gentleman pay for the car behind him. So the lady pulled up and I said, just to let you know, the gentleman in front of you paid for your order. If you'd like, I can pay it forward and you can pay for the order behind you and we can keep this going. She's like, really? Why would he do that? I said, we just have it every once in a while where somebody will take care of the person behind them and today is your lucky day. One lady, she was so excited, she threw us the $20 bill, you know, almost in tears, just, are you serious? This is really going on? I said, yep, you're about 125 cars into it. Our fans were so excited. They didn't want to break the chain. They wanted to keep that chain going. They're like, let's do this, you know? They definitely did not want to stop. And we ended up at over 900 cars, over $10,000 in sales, and it went for two and a half days. No matter what hard times anybody's going through, just take care of each other. You know, that's what it is. Take care of each other. Okay, wait a minute here. I, I, I like don't, it. I don't, I don't want to be a, a downer or anything, but... What is wrong with you? But if 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 it's all a, we do is bust on Gordon for taking no, us down. No, 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 Here I, I come up with this, and you go right to the Monson no, no, card. No, I, I know. I'm gonna fight you both in the street. I, I want, Wait a minute! Don't call it. it a Monson card. This yes. is all Jake. We, that, we've got Corona. We've got hunger. We've got homeless. We've got disease. We've got fighting. We've got wars. We've got politics. I come up with something nice and happy. And here you go, right down to the woman's crying, Jake. And you're going to pee <laughs> okay, on the story. Okay, well, tell me I'm wrong, all right? I, you I, are. I, I want to be wrong. wrong. I want to be wrong here. All right. but, but really, by the, the chain concept, you're not really helping anyone. There, the, out of all that, there was oh, still only, there was only one free meal. Jake! I mean, it's not, you, you buy the... <laughs> that's the, not, that's not, that's not the point. But you the buy... The point is that humanity came together, 900 cars, $10,000 plus in sales, and two and a half days straight, the car ahead of you paid for your meal, and you paid for the car behind you 900 times uh, over. Just, it's not a dollar amount. Dairy Queen got a profit, good for them, but the fact that in this scary, awful, terrible world, especially in Minnesota, don't know if you've watched the news this summer from Minnesota, but people are helping out each other in but, Minnesota. But nobody got a free meal that otherwise oh, right, wouldn't right, have gotten right, a meal. Right, right, right. Well, Jake, yeah, but then, uh, yeah, listen you're, you're to what else You didn't buy a meal it's for the, anybody. They it's still the, paid. It's, it's the spirit of it, though. You're you helping bought one their meal. And then they bought, a, still bought a meal. It's not like so wait, the next okay, person. I mean, okay, if this so were nine hundred people going down to the road home and buying people meals, then yeah, I think I could get oh, along that, with see, it. But, okay. That's the and exact they, comment that someone made to Donovan Mitchell last week. Said you only donated twelve no, million dollars. No, that was not the exact comment. I'm saying that then you're buying meals for somebody who needs it. In this case, you just bought a different meal than you were going to buy in the first place. And okay, maybe so that I, inspired them to then I, buy I, another I meal that they were going to buy in the I first place. I have a question Nobody about got a free this. Meal. Was, it, was there a standardized fee? I mean, was it like twenty bucks for everything? And so that uh, what if the, what if the person had a, ordered like thirty five, you know, hamburgers or something, you know, and you only ordered two? Go to break.
Wait, what's I, what's I, the I, second feel good? Nope, go to break. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear it. I need Ten to hear. Ten seconds. Go to break. Right, give it to us. Why nope. are you so upset uh, uh, Jake, at me? Uh, uh, Jake ruined it for everybody. It didn't. They didn't. No, nope, no, no more happy news. The, the not sports report every hour at I, fifty mark. Nobody every actually hour. helped Come anybody. Anymore. I do have a question. Nine hundred. So you're telling me you can't get nine hundred people to agree on anything, right? I'm, so I'm wondering, is that true? Nine hundred cars, really? Oh, great. So we've got one guy saying, that's not really charitable. And the other guy going, I don't believe this for one second. What a bunch of liars. I you two are the idea. ills of society. I'm it's telling you, you right now. Jake and Gordon, time, you're the ills no, of society. No, the next time I go to a drive-thru, Never. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to care. I'm going to pay for the guy behind me. I'm, and I'm not going to expect any. I'm just Even though it does no good. Well, it pay for the guy it. behind you, but then tell don't make it a chain. Say I just right. want to buy it for the guy behind me. Yeah. He does. He's not obligated to do anything. He, the, the the meal is for that person. You wow. know what? The first thing what that person mean, behind wow. me is no, going to think wrong. is he's going to think, "Do I know those people?" Do, who, uh, That's do at Jake me? Scott Zone at Gordon Monson <laughs> for your hate mail. <laughs> They like it. They're I, the I asked a question. You're not actually helping anybody. You're just Shut paying up. for a different meal. What? Awesome. What was the second one? I want nope. to know it. Talk no, to you I on the other side. It. Here we go. No, I want to know. Number one. You're locked on to the big show presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's time for the big show to predict the winners and losers of the NFL. This is the Big Show Survivor Pool on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time for the worst segment in the history of this show. Uh, that was last segment. Time for a Survivor Pool uh, on the Big Show. Brought to you today by The Warehouse. We'll be out there tomorrow for a football Friday. The Warehouse in Salt Lake, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's The Warehouse. Um, Austin, Gordon, and I have been doing a Survivor Pool for the entire NFL season. And after it became apparent that nobody was going to go undefeated, we decided for some reason to keep it going. And now if we pick a wrong game... Uh, we have to re- uh, record incriminating audio. We can't pick the same teams twice. And Gordon has a three-week losing streak going, Oof. which has it's been rough. Good. Which has been rough on you. Uh, Austin lost last week. I was victorious last week, but I'm not bragging because I, I got off to the worst start in Survivor Pool history. So this this segment is just negative feelings all the way around. Huh, weird. Uh, if only we had something that would bring us good feelings. I always uh, make Austin go first. I will not today. You uh, better not. I'm I'm torn between a couple games. Here's here's the lineup of games. We have a good game tonight. Uh, the Patriots at the Rams. Uh, your, here's your early games on Sunday. Bears host the Texans. Cowboys are at the Bengals. The Chiefs are at the Dolphins. The Giants host the Cardinals. The Bucks host the Vikings. The Broncos are on the road at the Panthers. The Titans are at the Jaguars. Afternoon games, the Raiders host the Colts. The Seahawks host the Jets. The Packers are at the Lions. The Saints are at the Eagles. Falcons are at Chargers. Washington at Niners. 
And then, Gordon, the night game is going to be a good one. The Bills host the Steelers. And then the Monday night game also should be a good one. The Ravens at the Browns. Um, I'll go first. I think I'm going to go with Austin's Titans this week. Oh uh, they're on the road at the Jaguars. But the Jaguars have only won one game over the Colts and uh, the first game of the year, a game in which I had the Colts in this stupid thing that we're doing. Uh, so I lost week one, which was just great. Uh, but uh, going, I'm going with the Titans. Derrick Henry gets back on track, and they run over the Jaguars. He, you know, he, he, it's likely he does get back on track because last week he couldn't even see the track. He was so far off it. Well, they got they got behind so early, right? They they were just getting uh, torn apart by the Browns, and Tannehill almost brought them back. But yeah, they had to throw a lot. Yeah. They had to throw quite a bit. So, uh, but I, I believe and you haven't picked the Titans yet. So that's I don't think kosher. I have. So let's go uh, Titans. Why did I why did I pick Seattle last week when they were playing the Jets this week? Because we kind of mocked you that you always take the opponent of the Jets, so you didn't go with the Raiders last week. Ah, uh, well, that was a that was extremely tight. Anyway, that was kind of a nerve wracking game. If you did pick the Raiders, um. Who haven't I picked, man? I, I, I think I've used up everybody that's worth picking. You, know? you have picked the have Bills, the t- Colts, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Buccaneers, the Packers, the Rams, the Saints, the Seahawks, and the Vikings. Every good team in the league, actually. You haven't okay, picked the so Chiefs. I've, Jake thought you had earlier, but you haven't. I haven't picked the Chiefs? Nope. You sure? Uh, let me just take a second quick glance I back at all of our... I thought he picked the Chiefs like week two. Uh, let's see... But I trust Gordon went with the Bills, Bucks, Colts, Jets, kind of. We assigned it to him. Ravens, Dolphins, Saints, Packers, Patriots, Steelers, Vikings, Rams, Seahawks. Yeah, I, I trust Austin's record keeping. All right. So, I'm sorry, who are the Chiefs got this week? Uh, nobody good. Let me see here. They have... The Dolphins. Actually, the Dolphins are pretty good, but the oh, Chiefs yeah, are, be... are still seven-point favorites. I could see the Chiefs losing that game. Uh, I'm tempted to go with the Titans, but that's what you did. You can go with what I did. There's no rule again in that. Uh, I'll go with the Chiefs. What the heck? Chiefs because, over the Dolphins. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. The Dolphins are going to win. That defense is good. A Dolphins defense is kind of going on, but I'll go with the Chiefs. Why not? I haven't picked them yet. So, it's a safe pick. It's a good way to do it. I'm going to go with a not-as-safe pick, but I feel pretty confident about it. The Broncos are terrible. The Panthers are not great, but they're not as terrible as the Broncos, so give me Carolina. That was the other one I was considering, Austin. I think uh-huh. that's a sneaky good pick right there. I, I hope think, so. I think Carolina. But it's still just the, the Panthers are minus three. I know. I'm almost out of teams, though, honestly. Yeah, and and the Magic Vegas predicting wizard isn't uh, always right. Believe me, I know. I thought you weren't a better. I'm not a better, but I have noticed various odds through this season, and it has not gone well for me. I mean, when the Vikings lose to the Cowboys and the Seahawks lose to the Giants, things are screwy. 
Well, oh, the, well, the giant Seahawks one was pretty screwy because Colt McCoy got the win there, and he hasn't played since <laughs> uh, since uh, the, the first uh, George Bush was president. Yeah, moment of honesty. I didn't know he was still in the league. Oh, I had no clue. I, did, I thought they just re-signed him recently. Didn't uh, they? That would be news to me. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. But he beat anyway, the, well, the Seahawks we'll see how last goes. week. All yeah. right, there you go. Uh, we're we're uh, hold on to your butts. Gordon has the Chiefs. <laughs> I have the Titans, and Austin's going with the Panthers. All right, oh, there we go. That's a, uh, as good more a incriminating as audio coming. I can feel it. Last week, last week was awesome. I hope it's another duplication of last week. <laughs> of course you. Do. I eat all the garbage. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> I like wearing socks with sandals. I know you do. Can we both make an incriminating audio? I hate Jake Scott. Wow. Do you really hate me? No. That's so strong. 15 minutes ago I did. You, you were pretty <laughs> upset. I've gotten over it. Okay. That's good. Can I, uh, can I uh, challenge our listeners to something? Oh, boy. As long as it's not a fast food pay it forward thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I was so inspired by Austin's story. You're overcooking that, it here now, pal. No, no, no. no. Uh, all big show listeners. Next time you go through a drive-thru, pay for the car behind you. What and good does that do anybody? It, it does Well, yes, it does. It does good for them because they're not having to pay for the next guy, <laughs> which was Jake's complaint. <laughs> but this is something that we can do. The big show listeners. Why would they do that? You won't even believe that they did it, Gordon. Yeah, I will believe it because uh, look at what uh, our listeners do every year. They're so charitable. I think this is a good idea. I think it spreads a little, uh, a little cheer. I, I like that idea a lot. Uh, I, can I challenge our listeners to do that next time you go through a drive-through? Pay for the car behind you. Great idea. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it together. I'm telling you, if I get caught in one of these free meal chains and they go, "Do you want to pay it forward?" I'm saying no. You are well. You don't have Ebenezer. to. I'm taking the free meal and I'm enjoying just it. Just pay. Just pay for the pay for the guy behind you. No, uh, just do that. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. You you are a miserable individual. If I, I did it, I if if that happened to me, by the way, my order would be like three ninety six, and then the order I get stuck with is ninety two thirteen no, somehow. Pay for yours and pay for the guy behind you. No, you that's, that, if you're the first guy in the chain, you can do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm not talking about a chain. I'm talking about just out of the goodness of your heart, do it for the guy behind you, and don't ask him to pass it on. They don't have to do that. Just the, do it for them. But what if the guy behind me is you? <laughs> or, I don't or, want to do that. Or how about this? Just simply throw the cost of the guy behind his meal into your pocket and donate it to the road home when we have the Radiothon coming up in a couple of weeks. Well, you can do that, too. You don't have to do one or the other. You can do both. Oh, Jake. See, see here's the thing. I'm trying to do what this good thing you? from the big show, and then you come in with that. I mean, why not just just support me on this? Let's all, as a big show together, all of us on the air and all our listeners out there, next time you go through a drive-thru, pay for the guy behind you in addition to yourself, and do something nice. Nice breeds nice. I, I, I felt that way 21 minutes ago, but Do I've seen the truth. Here, here's some support for you, Gordon. Yeah, yeah but see, hold on, hold Do on a second. nice. See, we can't do this. We can't. See, no one's going to listen if we have division amongst ourselves. Too late. So, come on, all of us together, you know, pay for the guy behind you or the woman behind you the next time you're in a drive-thru. Uh, as a part of the big show, all of us support this, right? 
sure? <laughs> I support it. All good, right. Good for you. Ebenezer, number one, looking out for number one over here, though. No kidding, man. Hey, I'll help out in my way. What good does it do me to wish anyone a Merry Christmas? What good does it do me to buy the, the bro in a Mercedes behind me a Big Mac? <laughs> You don't know. You don't know his situation. He's got bills to pay. He's got. Tr- he, he's got troubles. He's hey, got just, debt to pay down. You, you see that that beamer behind me? Uh, I want to. I want to pick up his chicken sandwich. He obviously can't afford this food. Look what he's driving. You guys are pathetic. Austin's not. Jake is. Eh. All right. Uh, well, more next. What are you? What are you you're What's gonna the spot point? the bag. You're gonna spot the crappy car three cars behind and say, "Pay for that guy." My, that uh, that guy in the Bentley behind me sure looks like he could use a sandwich. <laughs> you go ahead and pony up the door. You know what? Make it a large Coke. <laughs> super size. That, super size that. Throw in an oh, ice cream. Right. Just don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain over there. Just do it out of the goodness of your heart, and it'll good things will come back to you. That's all. Oh, we'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordo, uh, another Thursday comes and goes. We've got a football Friday at the warehouse tomorrow. 1825. We do. I look forward to that after doing a show with Mr. Negative and Mr. Sourpuss. Uh, I, I still think I'm getting a bum rap for being negative, but whatever. That's fine. I'm not. I don't mind being negative. It's all right. I'm not getting a bum rap. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> Try to bring sunshine where it doesn't belong. Mm. Uh, we've well, got, the, we've got yeah. the movie zone coming up next. So Austin's going to be in a good mood for his <laughs> next cares? show. What good does that do anybody? Do we have a, a poll question <laughs> nope. or a movie show? Tune down? in. You'll hear it next. Austin's still mad about that. Uh, yeah, that, uh, you know, drops of the day. You're still Look, mad. I talk a guy off the ledge all pandemic long, okay? I, I help him out. I bring some sunshine to his life. He does the same for me. And then the second I present something on air, sunshiny, it's, well, that didn't do any good for anybody. And then you, <laughs> Mr. Monson, just go, well, not only did it not do any good for anybody, but they're all liars. There's not a chance that's a real story. After we heard six stories about a monolith for two weeks. The monolith thing was dumb. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that front. Boy, that sure caught fire around the world, didn't it? Yeah, unfortunately. I don't want to see either of you till Monday. No, no, Austin, I really am sorry because I liked that story a lot. I thought that was, uh, even though. Too late. (laughs) According to Jake, it was pointless. Too late. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really like it, actually. Too late. Anything else you got to say? We got ninety Wait, seconds here. If welcome get, to my welcome to my life. No, man. don't this do is, that. Don't do this that. Is, well, you you talked about you Viagra do? today. <laughs> I did not. And, and I the people about... person time of the year from Time Magazine. I tried yeah. to present a, a nine hundred charity for the person behind <laughs> you doing good for your neighbor. Uh, audio vault or not audio vault? Uh, uh, a drop of the day, and it just got shredded. So don't do that. Don't say, oh, she's how I feel in the Nut Sports Report. No. Well, tell us. Okay. Then, this okay, was contributing so like, to society. In, okay, wait. In the Not show really, with the though. other positive story that you were going to share you with us You know what you're you doing, refused. and I'm going to fight you. Not you, Gordon, <laughs> I wanna, Jake. I want, I want to hear the second one. 
No, we're out of time. We are out the of time. The show that matters is up next. The movie zone is coming up next. <laughs> you really not going to give us what the, no! what the poll is? It's on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot, at Zone Sports 1. Or uh, at Johnny Lightfoot uh, 1, at Zone Sports But, one. I mean, we actually have to get off the air in order for the movie zone to start. You do, and I control that, actually. So. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow from the warehouse. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.